everybody is entitled to their 15 minutes of fame. Now you'll get to hear some of those people share their wisdom and insight on the fame game on Voice America Kids. Now, here's your host, Maddie Rose. Welcome, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm your host, Maddie Rose, and today we have a very special guest. Her name is Katarina Van Durham. So, Katarina, how are you doing today? And thanks again for joining me on the show. I'm so excited to have you on. Oh, I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. How you doing? <laughs> oh, I'm doing great. And yes, um, definitely uh, a pleasure to have you. And I'm so excited to talk to you about everything that you are and what you're working on. So I guess to kind of leeway into that, Katerina, why don't you tell me a little bit about your background to start off? It's so hard to always choose that little bit, you know, because I feel sure. like I already lived three lives. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's just like I never know how to summarize everything and make it, uh, you know, I came to the United States when I was 22. I, I, I was born and raised in the former Czechoslovakia. And, you know, I always, um, I was always fascinated by, by the whole country and the culture, and I wanted to explore things in life here. So when I came, you know, I went through all kinds of jobs until, you know, I found myself in Hollywood somehow, and I just really wanted to, to explore um, my artistic side, which is, uh, you know the beauty in industry and producing and graphic design and all that stuff, and all my experience, including later modeling and and uh, a few other things, led me to creating a lifestyle publication which is called Viva Glam, and I would say it's a publication that um, really uh, empowers uh, women and inspires in many many ways. It's a lifestyle publication, so everything from travel, beauty. Um, you know, you name it, we, we cover. And the reason why I started it was because I just didn't find anything that fit my my type of a woman, I would say, a woman who strives to live to the fullest potential, a woman who wants to be fabulous, and a woman who is compassionate and, uh, and with a big mind. Uh, so none of the magazines really fit fit me and and I was just thinking you know why just why don't I just create my own because I'm sure there's many many other women just like me who would probably love to learn more about how to take their life to the next level and live to the fullest potential and that's pretty much what I did and I surrounded myself with a group of very talented people and uh, professionals from Hollywood and, and other areas of lifestyle and we just you know, created this fun magazine and, and, and a brand, and we're just having lots of fun with it, and it has a great response. That's wonderful, Katarina. And yes, definitely Viva Glam is... Um getting more popular and more popular and I just love it because I've also been on your website kind of got to see that a little bit and like you said it's just truly a magazine where it's putting all these aspects of life together for women all over the world and I think that's a very inspiring part of what you're doing and also going through your bio um, I did see in there that when you first came to the U.S. you only had $500 in your pocket and for me that's kind of I want to see what do you feel like coming into such a fast-paced atmosphere, um, you know, being in Hollywood, L.A., and that kind of thing. You know, it, it took me, I think, nine years, literally, to to get to some kind of a safe place. And when I say safe, it's like um, literally like um, mentally and also like physically because it is a shock. And I grew up in a place of 1,000 people. It's a very, very tiny place. And, you know, the culture, everything is so, so different. 
and to collect $500, I mean, I had to get money from my parents, money from my aunt, you know, my own savings. That all came to $500 because it was so much money for us at that time. This is back in 1998. And, um, you know, coming here and, like, starting from absolutely zero, it, w it was very, very difficult. And if you want to keep your ethics and morals and values and you don't want to, you know, do anything that you will not regret eventually down the line, you know, it, it gets very, very tricky. And once again, I was 22. I was a young girl who was very naive. And, you know, people try to take advantage. And I somehow dodged all the bullets um, the right way because looking back, you know, it took me a long time to get where I am. But I feel very proud, and I can look into my parents' eyes and and be proud, you know. So so I, I'm very proud of it. It's just it's a long, long story, and I'm sure I'll write a book one day because there's quite a few interesting things, I, I think, for everyone to read. Most definitely, and we'll be looking out for that as well. But Katerina, you know, saying that you were so young coming to the U.S., you know, with only $500, what was that experience like? Were you a little bit scared coming into it, or were you just more so confident that you knew that you had the ability to be successful? You just had to, you know, put forth the effort and then really strive through. You know, to me, it was more about um, the fact that I felt I was being held back back home, First of all, I was in a miserable job, uh, which was um, closing down anyway. The whole company was shutting down within the next few months. So I knew I have to leave, and I'm, I'm going to be jobless pretty much. I was uh, working for a, a French company in the marketing division for four years. So I had my you know business degree and all that stuff. But the company was going under, so I knew I have to find, find a new job. But there was nothing really that you know appealed to me. And then also I was in a relationship for six years that... I constantly tried to leave, and I couldn't because, you know, my boyfriend at the time was just so taking it to the extreme where he would even try to commit suicide, you know, and, and like, he just I, he just wouldn't let me leave, and mm -hmm. I just felt, like, kind of strangled there, you know, and the culture was suppressing me, and, you know, still as a woman, you know, when people see you even driving, they go, oh, my gosh, woman behind the wheel, you know. And I just felt there's something wrong with the society because every time I watched TV and I saw how other women, um, you know, are treated or, I mean, I don't want to say I was treated poorly, but it's mm -hmm. just a little cultural thing. And I just felt there's a whole world of something completely different that I want to tap into. So to me, it was more like a, almost like an escape from, from, from that situation. And I didn't care what's going to happen. I wasn't driven to become successful in Hollywood or anything like it. I always said I'd rather be homeless in the streets of America than be held back in Slovakia. And I love my country and I love people and I'm grateful for everything I've been given and stuff. But I just had this big mind and vision and, and you know, desire to explore and learn life and, and really figure out how life works and what's the secret to you know, many things, and I just felt all the answers are right here. So I just left, and, you know, it, it was very scary at first because, you know, you, you're fighting all kinds of issues as mm -hmm. being, you know, someone from another country and stuff, but, um, you know, you, know, you just you just got to keep going, and I'm glad I didn't know at that time what I'll have to face down the line because I think if I knew, I would never have guts to leave, you know, although... 
I've been very ballsy since I was a kid, but uh, you really have no clue what you have to face to to keep going and become, you know, like a uh, someone that fit in a society. So I'm glad I didn't know, and I just went kind of, you know, blind and just naive in a sense, and just went and. Oh, I knew I didn't want men to take advantage of me, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, well, that's great to hear. And, you know, I, I guess all of that paid off because you became the most successful Slovak in Hollywood. And I would say that that's probably one of, one of your many accomplishments that you can say now and just look how far that you've come from that point. Yeah, you know, it's uh, once again, it's such a different culture. And even anyone who wants to be an actor, let's say, or a singer or something in Hollywood, you know, the minute you say you're Slovak, you're thrown into the Russian category, which we don't really have anything to do with Russia, but somehow the history in America stopped um, uh, refining after, I think, the 80s or something, because people still divide Europe to East and West. And, you know, anything that's on the east side is Russia and everything, whatever is on the west side is, like, other countries. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think I was always fighting to get some kind of a recognition for my country, too, because we want to be recognized for ourselves, for Slovaks, you know. We speak Slovak, we eat Slovak food, we have Slovak traditions, we have, you know, completely different way of lifestyle, for example, such like Russians. And to me it was kind of important for people to to recognize us, oh, okay, you're Slovak, you know, and that's it, you know, you're Slovak. But people still, you know, they go like, oh, you're Russian, you know, I have so many Russian friends, and I'm like, no. <laughs> or, then they, or they think I'm Croatian because they're Slovenia, you know. Sure. And they think Slovenia is Slovakia, so, oh, I've been to Croatia. I'm like, no, you know. And I understand it's so complex, and it constantly keeps changing geographically, in, you know, especially in that part of the world. So I don't expect people to know, but, you know, I think somewhere deep inside, I want people to know I'm Slovak and I'm my own person, and, you know, maybe they could know a little bit about Slovakia, you know, what we're known for, just like three facts, you know, to know that, you know, we're we're Slovaks, and that's it. And uh, I can see why anyone else who was trying to make it in Hollywood from my country before couldn't kind of make it, only because, you know, there's simply no no roles created or written in Hollywood for Slovaks. It's always for Russians. So here we go again. And they always get killed because they're always mean, you know. So, they <laughs> oh, don't, gosh. So, Hollywood, so Hollywood doesn't give you opportunity to really show your talent um, in acting or, or anything else because there's simply no, no roles written for Slovaks, you know. Mm-hmm. So, so when I started, you know, in Hollywood, you know, I got all those you know, sexy roles to play hot girl, to play Bob Saget's girl in, on Entourage and in the movie Red Line. And, you know, it was fun. It was cool. But it was never fully fulfilling to me because I felt, you know, my mind never matched my look. And, you know, my dad is a politician, so I have very political mind on top of it. So all the roles I went out for, you know, they wanted me to be almost like cheesy or, you know, like uh, naive and this and that. And plus I looked a little bit younger than my age, so there was another battle because I felt already so mature and I just didn't want to play those ditzy, bimbo-y roles, you know? <laughs> yeah. And and I always feel like in some way people should have some kind of a, a sense of social responsibility and, and uh, 
lead by example and all these things. So I felt like I have so much to share and like inspire and help and contribute to this world to be a better place. And I just didn't want to be this pretty face that's on TV and, you know, showing off her cleavage or something, you know, when, where I have so much I want to talk about and, and inspire. And when I realized the power of media, especially here in Hollywood, and how there's so much negativity in it, and talking to so many celebrities, like how they are so hurt by the media constantly ripping them apart, mm-hmm. like it really, really inspired me to be a, the opposite, the positive publication that's actually celebrating celebrities, that's celebrating what's good about them, and and uh, you know their stories that they can they can inspire other women, and just really take it from the opposite side and be good publication and happy and uplifting and inspiring and really help women who struggle on everyday basis with, you know, uh, uh, insecurities and, and issues in the relationships and really, you know, hope to that I can make a difference and, and, and inspire them in some way, you know, because I think women are so fantastic and and I, I believe that women should be strong and, and independent and, you know, still glamorous but in a classy way and, and fantastic because I think what separates us from men is I think the level of emotions that we're able to generate and and I feel like because we are more emotional we we are more caring and loving and daring and I think we can make a bigger difference in the world than men in some way you know what I mean like absolutely probably, probably men can make more money and donate mm-hmm. to charities or something like that but women are you know I would love to see president being a woman you know like see what would happen just just bring a little more caring and love to, to the whole world or even just the united states you know mm-hmm. so so this is all that that's going on in my head i mean there's so many things and you know i always try to to uh bring into the surface through viva Glenn, through the website but especially the print publication and i really hope you know people subscribe and, and get the magazine because when you get the magazine and you have it physically in hand, you feel you feel really the energy of, of the message and you feel the beauty and the colors and 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 the quality of it and you just have like this book because it's almost like a book and you just you just keep it. People don't even throw it away. So because when you're on a website, you get lost. You jump from one thing to another. But the actual physical magazine, the way it's laid out and it goes from you know, beauty and, and holistic and this and that and food and then all the way to travel and then it ends with inspirational articles about self-help and stuff. Um, it, I think it really, people feel that message because we've been getting really great response. That's great, Katerina. And, you know, you're... We'll have to send you one. <laughs> oh, yes, for sure. I would love that. And, you know, you're so inspiring in everything that you're thinking of like that, too. And I can't wait to talk more about that in the next segment. We actually have to take a quick little break. So let's go ahead and do that right now. Keep it right here. You're listening to The Fame Game. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? 
If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose. And so we're going to be continuing our lovely interview with Katerina. And so Katerina had a lot to say the last segment, and I just think that that's truly who she is. She's a very inspiring person. And, you know, Viva Glam is definitely a mixture of all of that, and I can't wait to get into that as well. And Katerina, I know that you mentioned, you know, being in Hollywood, very fast-paced. You not necessarily get to show off your talent a lot because kind of people have their own judgment on that. And um, breaking your way into the industry can be very difficult. But what projects have you been a part of? I've heard that you've done some movies and commercials. You even had a modeling career. So tell me about that. It's quite interesting. Yeah, I, you know, I started kind of late. I was already 26 which uh, on one hand was actually a big advantage because I was a little bit more mature and I didn't dive into the industry, you know, not knowing anything and I'm a big observer so I learned a lot before I dived into it. And, you know, I landed small parts in like um, CSI uh, show or Monk. I was on two two episodes of Monk and then um, Entourage, Red Line, 15 Minutes, and, you know, very, very small parts. But I have a big movie that should be coming out sometime soon um, where I'm playing uh, actually a really, really cool role. It's a it's a spoof of Star Trek. Oh, wow, that's and, pretty cool. And, yeah, it's something like, you know, Spaceballs, if you ever saw the movie. And, and it's, a, it's a comedy, and it's so hilarious, and I have a big role there. So that could be my big break, you mm-hmm. know. But uh, the movie's not finished yet, so we're hoping, you know, for it to come out maybe later this year. And modeling-wise, um, you know, I always took modeling on a side, pretty much. I I um, always had my hands in producing or uh, graphic design or basically arts uh, behind the camera. And then modeling was on the side, but it really took me so far because I didn't plan and I d- didn't try too hard, but, you know, within few years of modeling, I, you know, landed 17 TV commercials, and I was a national spokesmodel for um, Sam Poly Girl Beer, which I was uh, the only uh, spokesmodel in the history uh, since the 80s that got a contract for two years, because it's like a beauty pageant. You know, you can win the, the 
miss of whatever just one year, but mm-hmm. they made an exception with me, and they brought me back for the second year to to do the media tour and and all that stuff across the United States for the 2010 as well. So it was 2009 and 2010. So, you know, I got some big campaigns. I got the Cardi campaign and, you know, all the all the sexy stuff, I guess. And uh, I was voted um, one of the top 100 hottest women in the world by, you know, three continents and all the stuff that doesn't really matter, basically. <laughs> but it was, it was fun at the time. And, you know, I guess it helps you with a little confidence and, and, you know, stuff, but later you realize it's just a matter of perception and there's no right or wrong and everybody's beautiful in their own way. It's a matter of the other people, if they have the beauty within themselves to recognize the beauty of other people or other things. So, you know, it was all fun. I mean, I had, I had a great time and I'm very happy that I have no bad experience in, in the modeling industry because, you know, you always hear these stories about models being very catty and and this and that and honestly like I remember coming on the first photo shoot and this model had a beautiful, beautiful long skirt and um I was so new, you know, and, and stuff and I'm like, Oh my god, this is the most beautiful skirt and she's like, Oh thank you She's like, You want it? I'm like, Oh, I would love to have a skirt like it she's like, Here and she literally took it off in front oh, wow. of her like, in her panties and she just gave it to me just like that. <laughs> like what? And she's like yeah, I mean, I have a pair of jeans in the car. I can just totally wear those. Her name was Carrie Strube, and she was a Miss uh, Teen USA. She she was uh, Miss World USA back in the day, and, I mean, she, we're still very good friends, and she's a beautiful, beautiful girl from North Carolina. So so that's how our friendship started out. My experience was fabulous, um, and, you know, that's why I'm still in the industry, and that's why I'm still in Hollywood, because... I've been meeting lot, many, many fantastic and talented people. Just to break through and, and make it on top, it's very, very difficult, I think, you know. And I think lots of times, you know, you just have to be so driven that you really put everything else aside and you live it and you breathe it and you wake up thinking you're that already, you know, and you, you just keep going and are so focused. Otherwise, you know... Um, you won't make it probably because there's, you know, six million people, I think, in Hollywood that own headshots. But how many really people we see on TV as, mm-hmm. as, as a face that you can recognize, you know? So it's, it's not easy. People don't realize even to get that small part on Entourage where you have three lines, you're up against 1,000 girls, for example, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, some people might think, oh, it's just a tiny role, but no, like, to, to even get that, you know, it's, it's not easy. Definitely. it's It takes a lot of confidence as well. Like you said, um, you have to have a lot of guts to be able to do something like that. And like you said, the competition aspect is just another additive to that. And But kind of, you know, seeing you've been very successful with that as well, the acting, the modeling, um, in the entertainment industry in itself, gaining all of those roles. Um, when did you first realize that you had a passion for all of this? I know that you said that to you, you started kind of late in the game, around 26 years old, after you got on your feet and everything. But, um, yeah, I'm just kind of curious. When did you kind of start thinking, like, I could do this and I could really see myself doing it? You know, I think it was um, very, very early on. I think I was nine years old. And 
I had a, I'm very blessed with a beautiful childhood, very simple, very humble. Grew up in a house with no running water, you know, one bedroom place with you know an outhouse outside, living by by train tracks. But I think because we had nothing, it allowed me to to really fantasize and really create stories and and visualize things in my head because I didn't have many toys. I mean, I had maybe two dolls or something. And all I had was just, like, the outdoors, nature, and nothing, and, and the family, obviously. But it just really forced me to, to really, like, dream about things and, and, and like, believe things are there, but they weren't there, you know? <clears throat> Excuse me. And I remember seeing the first, like, uh, you know, actually listening to the record from Bon Jovi in 1986, and that's when I kind of felt like like entertainment and music and dancing is the thing, you know, and I actually started to dance and I was a pop dancer and I had my own group back home in Europe and I was just very much into performing and, and arts and um, even with makeup, I was one of those very, very first girls, you know, who would put any makeup on and it was actually great and, um, you know, I just, I just knew it's within me but then when I came to the United States, you know, the shock was so big that, you know, you kind of forget your talents and, and, and dreams and goals. You just really have to survive. And you have to pass out flyers for $6. You mm -hmm. have to work with the waitress. You have to sell ice cream or whatever I had to do to earn an honest living and the little few dollars that I can buy my bread and cheese at that time, you know. So, you know, like I forgot all this. So later when I you know, got myself in some kind of a safe place, then I felt, uh, you know, all these things started coming out again, you know, in my late 20s, and I started feeling, you know, I can be part of this, and and, and that's that's pretty much how it went, you know. It's, I, I always took the entertainment as fun experience because I feel like life is so amazing and there's so many amazing things people should explore and try. Um, it's almost sad when somebody is stuck on one thing whole life and never explores anything else. So I always wanted to try different areas and as I'm getting older and changing as a person, you know, like I want to try different things, you know, all of a sudden now I don't want to skydive anymore, which I used to <laughs> want to do because now I'm scared because I'm older, you know. <laughs> yeah. So my advice is do whatever you feel doing at that time because when you think that, okay, you know what, I'm not going to do it now, I'll do it in a couple of years or five years from now or in my 30s, and you keep pushing it, it might never happen because we change, and I'm so glad I ended up doing all the fun things and crazy things and anything I did at the time I did because now I wouldn't want to do it, and I would not have those experiences, and I believe some of, I mean, all the experiences just form you as a person, you know, and I am who I am because of those experiences. So, so never push anything, you know, away. Just live now, do things now, because there's only now that matters, you know? Yeah, and that's, you know, a little great piece of advice I think everybody should take because we just need to take advantage of life and truly live it out to the fullest, like you said. And um, we'll have some more questions for you in the next segment. It's, again, time for another break. So let's go ahead and do that really quick. You're listening to The Fame Game.
for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Your hosts, all eight of them, have been selected by Kids First as film critics through a national competition. Each week, they will preview new movies before you see them, walk the red carpet with the stars, and will review the latest DVDs. Our hosts range from ages 7 to 14 to give you a wider kid's perspective. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Join us every week for the Paper Hope Street Team. None of our topics are off the table. This is a program that you can listen to and discuss with your family. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the internet radio airwaves, we'll talk about the topics you want to talk about, such as friendship and relationships, or some more controversial issues about sex, drugs, and underage drinking. Join the Paper Hope Street Team live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. Let's talk soon. Tune in every Monday for Purple Songs Can Fly. Our program serves as a musical outlet for children being treated at the Texas Children's Cancer and Hematology Centers. These songs are flown all over the world and even into space. Hundreds of songs have been written and recorded and have been part of shuttle missions, airline in-flight playlists, toured with the Rolling Stones, gone undersea and to the top of Mount Everest. Join our hosts for some great music on Purple Songs Can Fly, Mondays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, on Voice America Kids. We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it, and at a very young age. You're listening to Voice America Kids. It's Kids and Cars. If you could get behind the wheel of your favorite hot car, where would you take it? Join your hosts, who are both car enthusiasts, as they take you inside, on the road, and past the pits with your favorite concept cars. This is your chance to burn rubber and leave the others behind in the dust. Tune in to Kids and Cars, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. If you missed the show, you might as well be stuck in the garage. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids, real talk radio. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back to the Fame Game, everybody. I'm Maddie Rose, back with Katarina as usual. And um, Katarina, we had a great conversation, you know, talking about your modeling, your acting, and you being in the entertainment industry and all the success that you've found. And you've also, um, lastly basically told us a piece of advice that we need to live life to the fullest. You know, go after those things that we're passionate about because it's always worth it to try it, which I think that's just very commendable to say. Uh, I did want to go into more about Viva Glam magazine. As you know, you play a big role in that. So tell me about it and just kind of describe what it's all about and why everybody should kind of take a look at it. Well, once again, I feel because I've feel like I've lived maybe three lives already, you know, and I've experienced so much and I've traveled the world and I met so many people and I work with celebrities and I and I worked as a uh, uh, someone who passes out flyers, you know, like I have basically a range of experiences and I feel like, you know, I gain some wisdom from these and I want to share it with people and often, especially here in Hollywood, I see women feeling like victims, you know, and, you know, whether it's the relationship or life or anything. And I find many of these women so 
fantastic and, and wonderful as people, but they're just struggling with with understanding life and how it works and how they need to think in order to manifest things or live to the fullest potential. And, you know, many times I see, especially here in Hollywood, women being op- obsessive with plastic surgeries and then later, you know, the minute they hit 40s, they regret everything and then it's too late because they're so, you know, um, uh, you know, what would be the word to use, you know? They just don't look, you know, what they should look like and, mm-hmm. and they have regret. So so I just want to kind of grab these women while they're, you know, while you're, stick, while they're making decisions and inspire them and give them a piece of an advice. Um, so before they do anything, they think twice and they understand the, where it's leading if they do this, where that's going to take you or what you are going to look like. And, you know, if you decide to do this, like maybe you need to consider this. So me being surrounded by lots of uh, Hollywood professionals and, and people from the medical field and, you know, all, all, all sorts of people, I want to share and empower and inspire women to really live to their fullest potential because there's nothing more fulfilling in life than when you look back one day and you have no regrets and you feel like you did it. You did it your way, the way you deserve, and this is, and you have a smile on your face. And, you know, many women, I feel, end up on medication, they end up on drugs, and it's just be going down the hill. So I feel such compassion for women, and, you know, that made me create a publication that comes from a really genuine place, and it's not owned by any big corporation. We're very independent, and we really create the content based on our beliefs, and and we share the true knowledge, what we think, you know, that that works and we believe in. And, uh, you know, we have people who, like readers, who, you know, always write us, gosh, there, there's not a day that I wouldn't, I wouldn't grab the magazine twice and just flip through it again just to get inspired and motivated and this and that. And, you know, another side also, me being a vegan of 20 years, you know, uh, I really want to change the direction of fashion and turn it more into fashion with compassion. So I like to expose lots of the brands that are cruelty-free, eco-friendly and green, and but still fabulous because I think those times when vegans were considered very like a granola people mm-hmm. <laughs> are kind of gone. And now the most fabulous brands, uh, Star McCartney or, um, let's say, even Forever 21, something like that, you know, make such amazing... Uh, alternatives of leather and fur, and it's still as beautiful, as fabulous, because we all deserve to look beautiful and wear fashionable things. We don't have to sacrifice. But I think, you know, what makes women beautiful is compassion and, and is having a big heart. And if women are aware of what's going on in the fur industry, I don't think if they really knew they would ever wear fur or, or mm-hmm. you know. Well, you made cat lash, too. Yeah, I made cat lash, uh, which is my line of basic eyelashes, which is made out of human hair, which I think makes more sense anyway to put, if you want to put fake eyelashes on, they should be something close to your own, which is human hair. Mm-hmm. If you prefer, I'm, I'm sure some people get allergic or, you know, it just doesn't make sense to put fur. And why to skin animals alive just for 
a set of eyelashes, which are $30 anyway, and you're going to throw them away. Yeah. I mean, it's just, there's absolutely no need for fashion or beauty for animals to be tortured, and that energy is infused in all these products. And then when, when people wear these products, I believe the energy flows through them, and many times people don't realize that the reason why they're depressed or sad or not successful is also because there's lots of those feelings encoded in whatever they're wearing or eating, and, and it just becomes you because everything is energy, and you become what you eat, you become what you wear, you become your thoughts. And, you know, I, I do believe because it, it is a proven fact on a scientific level, and uh, it, it is not my theory that, you know, you become your the energy that of things that, you know, you have around you or, or within you or on you or whatever. So even me, when I go and buy a house or a car or, or things, you know, I always make sure I understand is it brand new or is it used thing. If it's a used thing, I want to know who had it because I am gaining the energy of that person who had it before in that thing. And you have to be careful because, I think people still don't realize how crucial this is because it's, if you're driving a car that's been used and let's say it was from, you know, a, a person that used to do drugs or was a criminal or something, there's going to be lots of baggage that's going to come and rub off on you, as people say, through the car. And if you really research it, there's like a whole, this is nothing new. It's been around forever and, and I believe in it because I live by it and I really live happy life uh, and I avoid all kinds of problems just by choosing uh, the right things that I buy and people I surround myself with and, and, and stuff like that. So it's a, it's a very complex theory, but, you know, we tap on this a little bit and, you know, we mix it with the fun and, and fashion and beauty and compassion. And I really think our publication is very unique and, it, it you know, there's nothing like that anywhere probably in the world. Absolutely. And, you know, I just love Viva Glam exactly for that. You've taken a mixture of everything, like you said, from beauty to fashion to food, entertainment, love, wellness. Um, and you have so much more on there. Even last night I was watching some of the videos because I know you do like makeup tutorials and kind of like little uh, beauty tips here and there and you name it. So truly, it's just a mixture of everything that we can really turn to, whether it's getting the actual magazine in our hands or going online and just truly exploring everything that the world has to offer. Yep. I think that's the beauty of life. It's very short. We need to live it up. We need to be grateful and thankful for everything we have instead of crying uh, about what we don't have. And, you know, just spread love instead of negativity and, and just share, share love because love is the highest frequency of everything. And if we just surround ourselves with love, do everything with love and do nothing but love, then there's no room for any negativity in life or, or failure. So that's just what I go by. Most definitely. And so, Katerina, we have a, a last-minute um kind of question I guess because we have about a minute left but tell me where would you like to see Viva Glam in the next five years because you definitely are going upwards and you're being very successful for this and uh, it's something that we all want to see. Yes Viva Glam is going to be a huge brand with all the lifestyle products everything from beauty fashion uh, kitchen accessories uh, we are working on a great app for people 
And it's going to be really uh, an online store with all the fabulous things we create and we believe in and that make women beautiful and enhance her beauty and help her with, you know, just living really a more beautiful lifestyle. So it is going to be a brand that's worldly recognized and the magazine will eventually turn into a catalog where, you know, we're going to be offering things that we're selling with, you know, content from the website, which is still like a half a half a magazine and half catalog. Sure. But that's basically a brand because, once again, if you surround yourself with certain things, you're going to manifest certain life, and we want to present those things to you so you can buy them, so you can really surround yourself with them and really manifest the life you deserve. Absolutely, and we love Viva Glam for that, and I'm such a big fan as well. So how can others follow you and Viva Glam to find out more information? So the website is vivaglammagazine.com. Then I would highly suggest to subscribe because it's really a fun publication. And then our Instagram is vivaglammag, the same with Twitter, vivaglammag. We have Pinterest and Facebook, vivaglammagazine. And, you know, just Google us. You'll find us for sure. Perfect. Thank you so much, Katerina. It was such a pleasure having you on. Thank you, Maddie. Uh, All the best to you and everyone there. Oh, thank you so much. So with that being said, let's go ahead and take a quick little break. Keep it right here. You're listening to The Fake What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose. So that was a wonderful interview that we had with Katerina. Personally, to me, Katerina is very inspiring. You know, just her background in itself. Um, to where she is today and how successful that she has been is definitely something to look up to. And I love that her story is so different and that it's truly a real story. You know, many times we'll go through life and we'll kind of be like, okay, well, you know, there are some people that have experienced this and experienced that. But she truly has, to me, done it all going from bottom to the top. And I really love that. And getting to bring it here on the Fame Game makes it even more special because I get to share it with you. 
So now going into a little bit more about the Viva Glam magazine, I did mention on there, I'm like, I love this magazine. It's really awesome. It's kind of funny how it all started. Um, I want to give a quick shout out to Stacey Blanchet. I had her on before in the show. She was the fashion designer from New York, and she actually connected me with Katerina as she is as well affiliated with the Viva Glam magazine. And she told me about Katerina, and as soon as I heard everything that she was doing, what she stood for, she definitely loves women empowerment and is so passionate about Viva Glam. I was like, okay, I want to bring her on the show. This is perfect, perfect. As you know, entertainment is just one of my big topics that I like to talk on the fame game, and it's definitely a favorite of mine. So after going through, you know, the Viva Glam magazine website, I was like, oh, this is so cool, because like I said, it's not just a magazine strictly on fashion or strictly just on like beauty um, because that may like limit some people to go there because not everybody's into that but this one literally as I mentioned I was just reading it off the website too you know it has beauty fashion food entertainment love wellness videos um, there's even a little shop on there um, Katerina as she said likes to push like cruelty free lines and I did mention very quickly that she does have her cat lash on there so it's a basically a set of cruelty-free eyelashes that she developed, which I think is another cool thing about her. But yes, Viva Glam Magazine is definitely kind of an outlet for you to go on, explore. There's a lot of cool stuff from articles to products, and like I mentioned, too, there's videos. I could definitely spend hours watching videos, as you know. Um, YouTube, I sit on like for hours just watching makeup tutorials, to be honest, sometimes. So when people are like, how'd you do that? I'm like, well... I have to be honest, it wasn't really my idea. I just kind of recreated it, essentially. And uh, even on VivaGlamMagazine.com, you know, some of the videos on there have great beauty tips, and I'm one to just kind of, like, sit there and watch them, too. So I've learned some stuff from that, and I think it's very exciting for people to kind of explore as well. And one thing that stands out to me, too, that makes Viva Glam Magazine different from others is the fact that... Not only is it a variety magazine, but I love how the whole style of it is very vintage. It is feminine in a sense, but I like how vintage it is. Especially to me, I love their their covers that they have. Um, looking at all the models on there and just kind of the way that it's formatted, it's very uh, just, I don't know how to describe it. It's very classic, I would have to say. They have some of like that vintage style looking, very glamorous um, I feel like that's even perfect, Viva Glam, you know. But truly, just in itself, they have some very cool material on here. And again, I would strongly encourage you to go on there. And oh, I even clicked on like the little like more tab and it says like for your household, living large, Viva Tech, world travel, travel tips. So there's truly everything on here. So if you're looking for some travel tips, this is your, your spot for that, as well as beauty entertainment and all that good stuff. But very cool and very exciting. So it was great that we had her on and got to speak to her, too. Because, you know, she did mention that she was in a few movies, too. So we kind of get that aspect, too, of somebody that's experienced that. I'm all about the experience. Talking to people who have actually lived through it and have, you know, gotten to where they are today. Because, you know, that's what everybody's trying to do, too. But, yes, it's very cool. And you're probably wondering, like, okay, are we going to have a song of the week? Well, of course. I couldn't leave you hanging like that. So... With that being said, I'll go ahead and introduce it. This week's song of the week is going to be Love Will Remain by Royal Taylor. So, here it is. Enjoy. I know you're feeling weighed down. It's all on your shoulders. I know the dreams in your 
listening to The Fame Game. I'm your host, Maddie Rose. This show has been produced by Kidstar on the Voice America Kids Radio Network. I'll see you next week. Thank you again for listening to The Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Be sure to join Maddie Rose again next week for another great show. My name is Lindsay Marie from Bookworm. Now from the Kids Their Album of the Month, here is the Wiz Pops and their song, Whale Shark. the Kidstar album of the month.